Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. In the studio with us, uh, we have Craig Eaton, uh, a GOP leader in, in Brooklyn for 10 years. That's a long time, Craig Eaton. Yeah, it, it is a long time, but it was a lot of fun. And my brother from another mother on my side over here, we have uh, Sid Rosenberg. Sid, what's going on? You had a good day? Uh, I had a great day. We had a great four-hour show this morning. It's great to be back with you. I was here last night in your stead. Now it's more exciting because I get to sit next to you. I was in Pennsylvania last night. Yeah, I know. We flew down to Pennsylvania for the inaugural ball of uh, Governor Josh Shapiro. What do you think of him? And I know him. Look, I know Josh uh, for... 15 years? Oh, you do? I knew him even before he was the Attorney General for eight years. And he's a very, very decent individual. Uh, there was articles all over the place that he might be the first Jewish president. <laughs> but you know how that goes over him and Andy Stein. You know, he, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and um, uh, But uh, he's a very, very decent person. And, and we hope. Uh, you know, my New Year's uh, uh, resolution... Uh, and I said this to President Clinton, was, um, what do I think of 2023? I hope common sense prevails. And that was my New Year's resolution. I hope common sense prevails. And whether in Pennsylvania, whether in New York, that is my resolution. Well, that should be everybody's. And it starts in Washington, D.C. It has not been a good go for Joe Biden and that administration. And, he, in fact, the document story is getting worse. Right? No, nothing right. Very few things. Maybe, I mean, he's, he's passed a couple of bills. Yeah. If you're happy spending $2 trillion on a nice stage for, you know, well, Michelle we, Obama. You know, we analyzed that. <laughs> of the $1.7 trillion, yeah. uh, $1.3, $1.4 was legitimate. You know, me and you, we have to tell, tell it the way it is. $1.3, $1.4 was legitimate. They spent $400 million on bridges to nowhere. Right. And, and, you know, you say legitimate, but and I, I understand that we have a great relationship with some of these Middle Eastern countries. But a lot of that money, John, as you know, went to protecting the borders in the Middle East, while the southern border still remains an issue Crazy. here in the United States. Well, I think we have a special, special guest on. We do. We've got uh, one of the great minds in the history of this country, a brilliant attorney, a great guest on the Cats at Night show and sitting friends in the morning, our mutual friend John and Craig, Alan Dershowitz. Mr. Dershowitz, welcome to Cats at Night, pal. How are you? Well, thank you. Look, the first Jewish president is clearly going to be George Santos. <laughs> <laughs> we needed a good laugh. <laughs> That's very good. If he but, isn't already. Well, I can get you a job at uh, well, Comedy Club? Comedy Central, yes. It would be great. Except hey, the clothes. Yeah, yeah. I would love, if I weren't a law professor, I would have loved to have been a stand-up comedian, but I wasn't good enough. Yeah. Now, you're, you're funny. You're funny. Professor. I tell you, he's been great to me, George. I'm back in the New York Post again this morning because he did an interview with me, Alan, about three years ago where he talked about his volleyball prowess, how he beat Harvard and Yale, and he needed two knee replacements afterwards. None of that is true. He also said, like me, he graduated from Baruch. That's not true either. So between 3 million views on Twitter and a story in today's New York Post, he's been great to me. But not only that, Baruch is not in the Ivy League. It's not, If he played volleyball for Baruch, he wouldn't have been playing against Harvard and Yale anyway. That's right. It's a CUNY score. Another lie. That's another lie. I I thought for a second Baruch was part of Columbia, but it's not. It's It's part of CUNY. It's a CUNY system, yeah. 
So it you starts a, with a C. It does. You had a great question in the studio, John, before the show for Alan Dershowitz. Well, I have a great question for Alan Dershowitz. Uh, in the same studio six months ago or seven months ago, we said to Alan Dershowitz, how good of a judge, how good of, a, of an attorney general is uh, Mr. Garland? And Mr. Dershowitz has said he's impeccable, he's uh, smart, he's honest. Have you changed your mind? No, he's, uh, he's honest, he's impeccable in his ethics, but he's made a lot of very bad decisions, and uh, that uh, the two are not inconsistent. I don't think he ever should have authorized the search of Mar-a-Lago. Uh, that started this whole thing, tit for tat. Then he appoints a special prosecutor to investigate Trump. So he has to appoint the special prosecutor to investigate Biden. It's going to come to nothing. It's going to cost the American people a lot of money. A lot of And the lawyers will always make fun. big money. Oh, we we like that. The professor but, and I like that. Yeah. We like that. <laughs> but, but I don't like I don't like this tit-for-tat politics. Look, I, I don't like the fact that Republicans have introduced a resolution now or trying to introduce a resolution to impeach the Democratic Homeland Secretary who they don't like. The very same Republicans who said, oh, you can't vote to impeach unless there's a high crime and misdemeanor are now saying, well, oh, no, wait, no, no. High crime and misdemeanor. Yeah, yeah. Letting all those people cross the border and Not coming in and whether they may, some of them might be terrorists. Some of them might be uh, worse than that. Drug dealers, fentanyl. That's, that's not the, high crime misdemeanor. Doing it no, knowing, doing it knowingly. What's the, what's the to have a crime? You have to violate something in a statute. The statute has to say it is a crime to ah, murder, the rape, to rob. Technicalities. Can't uh, technicality is called the Constitution. That's what the technicality is. Look, I don't love this guy who is the Homeland Security guy, um, and and I agree with some people that it would be better if he resigned or was removed. He hasn't been doing a good job, but impeachment is reserved for only high crimes and misdemeanors, treason or bribery. So the very Republicans who made that argument on behalf of Trump, as I did, are now well, back. I, I like to put it into a poll. Maybe we'll put it on the ABC poll, is what the Homeland Security, what he's doing and what he's allowing on the border. Is that high crime and misdemeanor? Well, that's Mayorkas. I think it versus, is. I think if, it is. Do we, do we ever want to have spoke a poll? Out, as, if you spoke out and said, have, I'm following orders, sir. Do we ever want to have a poll as to what's a crime? No, we have to look to the statutes, even if every American, 100%, says that, uh, you know, calling the president a bum is a crime. It's not. It's protected by the First Amendment. So it has to be an actual crime uh, or at least criminal-type behavior. What he has been doing is abuse of office, maybe, and dereliction of duty and uh, maladministration, all the things that the framers of the Constitution But, but you, know, you, know, you know, Professor Wright, I think, I think yeah. that the government uses the word impeachment too much. Anytime yeah. someone does something wrong, let's impeach him. And I think that that's a mistake because it takes it takes away the validity of what an impeachment really is. Yeah, we've only once in our history impeached a cabinet member, and then he was acquitted by the Senate in a very, very close vote. But we've never, ever before impeached a cabinet member because we don't like the job he's doing. If you don't like the job he's doing, vote for the person's opponent who appointed him to office. That's what elections are about. But impeachment are very special. Or put pressure or issue a resolution in Congress saying we want him to resign or do a better job. 
But once we start to politicize impeachment, we get into what Alexander Hamilton called the most dangerous thing of all, using impeachment based on whether you have the votes to do it or not, which, of course, uh, uh, Congresswoman Waters said, that's all you need. Oh, just as long as the majority of the House says it's OK, is impeached. And that's just not right. There's a constitutional prohibition. And, you know, I'm a person who wants to stick with the Constitution, whether it's Republicans or Democrats. I made that argument on the floor of the Senate about Trump. And I would make the same argument if I were asked to on behalf of the uh, uh, Homeland Security Secretary. Oh, that's all you want is consistency. So you're right. You have made that argument for Trump. Therefore, uh, inconsistency here, you're making the same. And I respect that. Even though I do think Mayorkas is committing a crime every day, I respect where you're coming from, Alan. And I'm only an honorary uh, lawyer, so I yes. can't make a comment. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to get to the document scandal talking about illegal and legal. Now, we know we're not going to indict a sitting president. We know that. Uh, Joe Biden, all he really did the last couple of days is make Donald Trump's like a life a heck of a lot easier because oh, every yeah. day is another document. You would agree to that. But in the end, oh, I think you'd agree, Alan, that neither one of these guys, Biden or Trump, will get in real big trouble over this document scandal. I agree, unless something else comes out, unless we see some obstruction of justice, some destruction of evidence. You know, right now it's a bunch of guys who left the presidency, vice presidency. They were sloppy. They were careless. Maybe they wanted to take some papers with them to help them write their memoirs. It's not a big deal. There were no national security compromises. And I bet if you go back to Obama, you go back to Clinton, you go back to Bush, and you really start searching, you're going to find classified material among their papers or in their libraries. That's just the way it is. And we have to start classifying less, and we have to make the law clearer. Deputy no Mayor, Deputy Mayor former Deputy Mayor Rudy Washington has just texted me, who's responsible for the 100,000 deaths from drugs that are coming over the border and not being controlled by Homeland Security? Well, responsibility for deaths is not the same as committing a crime. You know, you could build a bridge that's negligently built and it falls down. Or you can start a war like in Iran, like in Iraq and be responsible for deaths. But it's sacrosanct to limit crimes to what's on the statute books. You can't have ex post facto laws. You can't have bills of attainer. The Constitution was very specific. You have to have proof beyond a reasonable doubt that the person committed a crime, something that was in the statute books. So, um, look, I, I, I just think we have to be uh, completely consistent about this. Professor, I have, as far, for, as, yeah. as, far as the documents, so, so the, the Secret Service has no list of who has access to the president's home in Delaware. So he has all of these confidential documents right in his garage, and we don't have any idea who's been in that house. I mean, that's a problem, is it not? It's a serious problem. In the future, we have a very simple solution. No president or vice president ever gets to take anything with him. What happens is the archives come to his house on January 19th. And they say, we're taking everything. We're going through it. You don't make any decisions. You don't get to take anything to Delaware or Mar-a-Lago. We're the ones in charge. Because when you leave it to the president, the former president, the former vice president, you're going to see what happens. It's going to happen with every single president, every single vice president. Uh, Professor, we have uh, uh, Judge Weinberg at home today with the sniffles. But he wants to ask a question. Judge Weinberg? So, Alan, what? Let me ask you this question. When Mayorkas goes before Congress and testifies that the border is secure, testifies that we don't have an open border, and he's misrepresenting or lying to the Congress, is that a crime that's impeachable? Yeah. Yeah, I do think so. Yeah. If you could prove 
that he has the elements of the crime of perjury in front of Congress and Congressional Committee, that would be an impeachable offense. Oh, we've got that. We've got audio of Mayorkas on more than one occasion, more than He's one occasion, Alan, saying right. that the border is secure. Judge Weinberg, well, it's, it's excellent. No, it's a very good question. He His defense would be it's a matter of opinion. I think it's secure. It's never perfect. But I think on balance, it's secure. It would be hard to get a perjury prosecution uh, for that. But, you know, maybe he said some things that are are dead, are dead wrong. And 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 uh, if he did commit perjury, perjury would be a high crime and misdemeanor, uh, especially if it's committed in the context of government. What Clinton did was a low crime and misdemeanor when he lied about his sex life. Alan Dershowitz, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. You're one smart guy. He is a smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. So are you. Enjoy being on your show. Thank Thank you, you, Alan. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.